Hello, my name is Lorraine Brady. I'm the Research and Development Specialist for HCI. Today I will be doing a podcast on HICWA's recently published guidance documents relating to the use of restrictive practices within designated centres for older people. So what are the key documents that HICWA published? HICWA published four key documents on restrictive practices relevant to designated centres for older people. These documents include a guidance on promoting a care environment that is free from restrictive practice, a self-assessment questionnaire on the restrictive practice thematic programme, a restrictive practice thematic programme quality improvement plan, and an assessment judgment framework for thematic inspections of restrictive practices. All four documents are available to download on HICWA's website. So as HICWA have confirmed, their latest thematic inspection will focus on restrictive practices. Can you share with us the key points to note from the restrictive practice thematic inspection guidance? Firstly, it is important to note that HICWA's thematic inspection programme will focus on assessing environmental and physical restraint, as well as other forms of restrictive practices. Mechanical restraint will be incorporated under physical restraint. The use of chemical restraint will not be assessed as part of the thematic programme. The thematic inspections will primarily utilise HICWA's 2016 National Standards for Residential Care Settings for Older People in Ireland. Governance is a key aspect of the guidance. HICWA require governance arrangements to be in place within the residential home that monitor the use of restrictive practices and ensure residents' rights are protected and promoted at all times. The residential home must promote a restraint-free environment for residents and the residential home must aim to reduce or eliminate the use of restrictive practices wherever possible. The residential home must also ensure that the appropriate resources, such as staffing, are in place. A questioning attitude to the use of any restrictive practices must be evident within the residential home. The use of restrictive practices must be assessed and subject to ongoing review on a multidisciplinary basis. All residents must be assessed prior to the use of a restrictive practice and ongoing assessment and review must take place as the residents' needs and requirements for support change over time. Where restrictive practices are deemed necessary, they must be implemented in a way that does not unduly compromise the dignity or quality of life of the resident. The residential home must ensure the use of restrictive practices is proportionate to the identified risk. Informed consent from the resident must be sought prior to the use of any restrictive practice. Where a resident does not have capacity to consent, the residential home must consult with the resident's legal representative or independent advocate to ensure the resident's privacy, dignity and rights are respected in line with the proposed practice. It is important to note that capacity must be viewed in functional terms. This is in line with the Assisted Decision-Making Capacity Act 2015 and ensures that where a resident lacks decision-making capacity in one matter at a particular time, it does not mean that they lack capacity in other matters or at another time. Where restrictive practice is used in an unplanned or emergency situation within the residential home, a debriefing session must take place as soon as possible. The debriefing session must provide staff with an opportunity to explain to the resident the reason for using the restrictive practice and also for the resident to ask any questions they may have. The residential home is also required to collect and analyse data to identify trends in the use of restrictive practices. This must be completed in line with data protection requirements. So would you have some tips on practical application of HACWA's requirements on restrictive practices for our residential homes in order to help ensure their compliance? There are a number of steps the residential home should take to ensure compliance. 
Firstly, a self-assessment questionnaire must be completed prior to the HICWID thematic inspection process. The aim of the self-assessment is to identify areas where improvement is required in relation to restrictive practices. Secondly, a quality improvement plan is initiated in response to the findings from the self-assessment questionnaire. The residential home does not submit a completed quality improvement plan to HICWA. However, it is made available to the inspector upon request during an on-site inspection. The quality improvement plan is used to identify what improvements are required, how they are completed and the ongoing monitoring process. HICWA have developed a quality improvement plan template for residential homes. However, any quality improvement plan template may be utilised once it incorporates the key areas as set out in HICWA's document. The residential home must also develop policy and procedure on the use of restrictive practices in line with national policy, relevant legislation, regulations and enactments, and must be implemented within the residential home. The restrictive practices policy and procedure must contain the following. A commitment to promoting a restraint-free environment, an assessment of restrictive practice use, monitoring, recording and reviewing the use of restrictive practices, guidance on the use of restrictive practice in an unplanned or emergency situation, and governance arrangements for monitoring and auditing the use of restrictive practices. As was previously mentioned, a questioning attitude must be adopted against the use of any restrictive practices that are in place in the residential home. The residential home must carry out a comprehensive assessment of residents' needs and it must be stored in the residence record. The use of restrictive practices must be assessed on a multidisciplinary basis and subject to ongoing review. Data must also be collected and analysed to identify trends in the use of restrictive practices within the residential home. The residential home must conduct reviews to consider whether the use of restrictive practices is valid for the resident. These reviews must provide an opportunity to reduce or eliminate the use of restrictive practices and to trial alternatives for the resident. And finally, the residential home must ensure the appropriate resources such as staffing are in place to support residents. The residential home must aim to promote a restraint-free environment and ensure appropriate governance arrangements are in place to monitor the use of restrictive practices and to ensure residents' rights are promoted. If anyone has any queries on what was discussed in this podcast, please get in touch with HCI on 093-36126 or by email at info at Thanks for listening.